Enforcing Christ's Victory to Earth, Part 1, by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. Man was given dominion over everything God created on earth. All was harmonious and good. Not satisfied with good, man wanted to know evil, therefore choosing the tree of good and evil over the tree of life. They became fruit of the tree they chose. Now owned by him, their natures were altered to kill, steal, and destroy. Originally they loved like the Father, through compassion and mercy. This love was displayed towards all creation, including each other. But their eyes were opened to Satan's world, and now love would be filtered through the lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. They would possess, not love, and were now ready for further alteration. The spirit of man was broken, and his soul man was now in bondage to satisfying the flesh, which governed by Satan. For seven thousand plus years, this has been the fate of man. We today are many generations away from the perfect state we once were. Held captive by Satan and the evil hordes that follow his direction, the desires and wants of these unclean spirits have been satisfied through us, their human puppets. These evil beings have savagely attached themselves to man. Pride, inferiority, anger, fear, possessiveness, control, etc., are all fruit of these evil spirits guiding our lives through cords of iniquity that now have mankind bound in what has become his grave clothes. Jesus positionally set man free, but without comprehending exactly what it was he accomplished and fully understanding humanity's need for deliverance, man unknowingly continues to serve the wrong master. So, two things are desperately needed, knowledge to fully comprehend our redemption and for humanity to be given a second chance, so man can be reversed, restored to his original perfection. The salvation of the earth and all creation desperately depends on those God gave dominion to be set free. They await the children of God, so it is imperative that we seek God's knowledge that He is restoring for this age. Romans chapter 8 verses 19 through 21 For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of Him, who subjected it in hope. The universe itself suffers from man's sin and corruption. It is a temporary condition, however. There is a definite hope of deliverance, but liberty depends on man's choice of knowledge and his acceptance of the plan of God through Christ. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption, or sickness, death, and decay, into the glorious liberty of the children of God. But this total freedom is not possible, even if we see and understand it, until the grave clothes, cords that have us bound to this world, and the evil forces that control it are removed. 
But first, we must see and believe all the Lord accomplished through His walk, death, and resurrection in order for Him to set us free. In John chapter 8, verse 32, it explains exactly why we must choose the knowledge of God, released for this time. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. We cannot just hear it, but must know it and become one with it to be set free. The word know in Strong's is 1097, meaning to perceive, gain knowledge that has no inception, a progress, attainment by personal experience. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 explains further, till we all come into the unity of the faith, all study that revealed the end time truth, believe and walk it, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, all he actually accomplished, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so his body can function in his power and authority. How can we, the body of Christ, set mankind at large free until we ourselves fully understand Jubilee or the complete work of our Redeemer? The Word says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimony. How can we testify and win our case if we lack truth and are still walking like the world? Ephesians chapter 4 verses 17 and 18 says, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their mind, the wrong knowledge, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God. Man was separated or disconnected from the mind of God at Eve's choice. Because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, the result of believing Satan's knowledge over God's. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 23 and 24 heads us in the right direction. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Start walking according to the word and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Be reborn through God to be a new creature. John chapter 3 verse 3 shows us the second chance. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. New birth is much more than salvation. It actually requalifies man for God's kingdom, making us eligible to be ones he will build his new world and establish his kingdom through. A new society will give birth to systems in harmony with God's will to replace what is here now. Get excited because there is a worldwide jubilee or setting free coming as we begin to know the truth. In studying the word jubilee in the Strong's 8643, we see Jubilee sets free those who love Christ and restores all they have lost through Adam and Eve's mistake. It will also, however, 
destroy, dissolve, melt all that opposes his people and kingdom. So, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 4 through 5, encourages us to be sure we are one of those set free of the kingdom of darkness and are prepared to be God's reclaimed children. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. These two kingdoms face each other through mankind. Matthew chapter 13 verses 37 through 43 is a great example of the two distinctly different kinds of people that populate the two kingdoms. He answered and said to them, He who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seeds are the sons of the kingdom, God's kingdom. But the tares are the sons of the wicked one, or the kingdom of darkness. The enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are the angels. Therefore, as the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of this age. Those caught up in the world will have outward signs of being Satan's. The sons of man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and those who practice lawlessness, and will cast them into the furnace of fire. Jubilee, a setting free for the earth and all creation. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth as a sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. They will be set free, not only of sin, but corruption and the enemy. Through the children of the kingdom of darkness and through the children of the kingdom of light, the two heads of these kingdoms fight. Jesus is the head of his body of people. Satan is the head over his body as well. At first glance, all people may look alike, but they are not. All humanity did, however, start out as perfect and like the Father. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 begins the downfall of man. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? She repeated exactly what God had said, Don't touch, don't taste, but foolishly ate from the fruit of Satan's mind anyway, ignoring the will of God. Incidentally, God many times refers to beings as trees and refers to people as the planting of the Lord. See Isaiah chapter 61 verse 3. Revelation chapter 20 verses 1 through 2 shows us who the serpent really was. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. 
he laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. These are all names referring to the enemy, Satan. He more than anything wanted and still wants to be like God. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 14. I, Satan, will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. In the attempt to be man's accepted creator, Genesis chapter 6, verses 1 through 2, reveals the crossing of people with angels, producing an altered race, one Satan has a right to and can legally be as God too. Genesis chapter 6, verses 1 through 2, brings this to light. Now it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God, angels, saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves, of all whom they chose. Enoch, the seventh from Adam, explains it further. Enoch, chapter 15, verse 3. Wherefore have ye, the angels, left the high, holy, and eternal heaven, and lain with women, and defiled yourselves with the daughters of men, and taken to yourselves wives, and done like the children of the earth, and begotten giants as your sons. How disappointing this must have been to God. His people allowed themselves to be crossed with another species. He well understood and hated the havoc it would cause in future generations. Children born with defects, our bodies no longer able to ward off disease and infirmity. On and on. The same crossing of species would be continued through man at the urging of Satan, so that he could claim ownership of all creation, the animals, plants, etc. Again, all of this because Satan wanted to be like God. He actually altered creation so he could claim it for his own. God angrily destroyed the majority of mankind for this abomination. But at the same time, he had a plan to restore man, to set him free, so he mercifully preserved eight humans along with a pair of each of the species he had created for the earth. Genesis chapter 6, verses 6 and 7. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing, and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. Noah was still righteous, or at least more righteous than most, so God chose to continue this human species through he and his sons. Genesis chapter 6 verses 18 and 19 But I will establish my covenant with you, Noah, and you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And of every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every sort into the ark, to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female. A side note, 
As God was making a covenant with Noah, he made a promise to all the earth. Genesis chapter 9, verse 11. Thus I establish my covenant with you. Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood. Never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. We have a bow in the sky as a sign. God will not flood the earth with physical water again. But with the waters of truth, living waters, oh yes. In fact, our restoration depends on this spiritual ladder rain to help us grow up into the mature body of Christ. He will renew the earth and all of His creation through this flood of living waters, His knowledge. Isaiah chapter 11 verses 6 through 9 makes this real. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, the calf and the young lion, and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole, and the winged child shall put his hand in the viper's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. The truth will set us free, as God's knowledge is poured forth. Unfortunately, the blood of the fallen angels was still a part of humanity through Noah and his sons. Genetically, their characteristics are passed down generation after generation. Those that are not born again are still in this altered condition today. Satan does not want them to change their status by becoming a new creature, redeemed or set free by the Lord. He would lose ownership. Man and all they were originally blessed with would be returned to the Father and in turn returned to us. Their redemption, jubilee, would mean Satan would have to return to them all he gained by deceiving Eve. Understand, positionally all humanity has already been redeemed by the Lord, but we must see it to take advantage of it. Those that believe in Him will make paradise should they die, just like the thief on the cross. But the born-again race that chose the knowledge of God and are born through the Word will be those that have a part in building the new heaven and the new earth. These, the new race of people, new creatures born through God's knowledge, will enforce Christ's victory to earth.